This episode of News Dump is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Wow! This week sure does suck, doesn't it? Yeah. And honestly, well, you can say that about literally every week this year, and it wouldn't sound out of place. No. However, with all the terrible things that this week provided us with, there were a few positives as well. Uh, specifically, two things that stood out and brought a little bit of light to everyone. Uh, first off, this absolutely gigantic skeleton that Home Depot is selling as a Halloween lawn decoration. It's beautiful, and it just... Only $300, you can have a 12-foot-tall skeleton to just have. Every photo is hilarious. The, the video of the... the, the uh, it's a Mini Cooper. The Mini Cooper <laughs> with the skeleton strapped to the roof. Amazing. I love the skeleton. Yeah, and apparently, uh, my buddy Matt was trying to buy one, and he said that it's sold out everywhere. And he called, and they were like, we can't keep this thing, the not hottest, on the shelves, but... The hottest product of fall 2020 is the giant skeleton. Absolute joy. And, and, and it's a perfect, like, it, it just represents the, the state of the country as yeah. well. A giant skeleton. Well, where are you going to store it when it's not Halloween? I'll figure that out when I get there. For now, the giant skeleton is standing on my yard, looming over the neighborhood. What do you mean, store it? <laughs> That's what I would yeah. say. This thing stays up year-round, yes. just like the Christmas lights. Uh -huh. So yeah, they got the skeleton. Also, um, a real blessing, even more unexpected than the giant skeleton. We got a hot new pop anthem from none other than the multi-talented, the wickedly talented Vin <laughs> Diesel. Yes, Vin Diesel, who is most famous for his portrayal of the tree in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. He has joined the illustrious musical ranks alongside his other Marvel Cinematic Universe colleagues like Robert Downey Jr., who released an album called The Futurist back in 2004. Wow. Scarlett Johansson, who has released numerous albums over the year. I think one of them even peaked at number 41 on the charts. Wow. Uh, Chris Pratt, whose tribute to famous miniature horse Lil Sebastian is arguably the most famous and well-crafted song created by, by a Marvel superhero. Mm -hmm. uh, Brie Larson, whose 2005 album is indistinguishable from anything that Avril Lavigne or Paramore released. She did have some good songs on Scott Pilgrim that were written by Metric, but mm -hmm. uh, she, she, did she sang them well. She did the vocals, yes. And then there is, of course, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner! Get in my Jeep! Oh, yeah! We love Jeremy Renner, don't we, folks? We do. Uh, we talked about him... Uh, I, I think it was this year yeah. that he had the pop star app or whatever, where mm -hmm. he's like, "I need my fans deserve an app." Yeah, that's just Jeremy Renner. And you, you perverts had to ruin it all by talking about porno all the time. Yes, Jeremy Renner, who saw the commercial success of Imagine Dragons and said to himself, "Hold on a second, I'm wealthy. I could just hire people to make me sound exactly like that, and then I'll be able to achieve my lifelong goal of having my songs appear in advertisements for sport utility vehicles." I, I think he actually played a number of the instruments on there. He is multi-talented, folks. Yeah, let's not let's let's give credit where it's due here. Jeremy yes. Renner is a is a triple quadruple threat. And on the next Imagine Dragons album, he's going to be the one that plays that giant drum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Boom. So we can only assume that Vin Diesel's foray into the music industry is at least as noble as Renner's. But everything about this track, including the fact that it even exists, and right now of all times, <laughs> is well, just very confusing. Why now? Vin is in no way a talented vocalist. Uh, he has that kind of voice where he always sounds like his nasal passages is stuffed up. Uh, he may sleep with a sleep apnea mask. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, and that comes through loud and clear on this track titled Feel Like I Do. Feel Like I Do. Uh, which uh, <laughs> it just sounds like Vin Diesel talking out the lyrics while like, auto-tune tries its best to fill in the blanks and be like, these are the notes that we think you're trying to hit. Yeah, and the lyrics are... Uh... 
I mean, if you fed an AI a romance pop EDM ballad, yeah. like, do this for me, it, that would be the lyrics. It sounds a lot like the song that Elon Musk released, like, uh, a year ago, uh, Don't Doubt Your Vibe. Yeah. It's just like, uh, it's not it's not bad, it's just extremely generic. It's and very bland. Procedurally generated feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he released this new track, the, uh, the feel-good summer pop hit. That drops right after the end of the summer. Yeah, that's what. It's uh, so, that's another thing that's so weird is it's like even the album artwork, which is just his face, yeah. but it's like the the uh, the gradient. Mm -hmm. It's summer colors, and it looks like uh, it looks like a EDM album from before EDM was a term. It looks like a techno album released in like 1999. Yeah. And it's very... You gotta like, go to Ibiza to really get the full experience. It's summer in Ibiza music. Yeah. It's like summer radio. You're in Jeremy Renner's Jeep. You've taken the windows off because they're yeah. fabric. Taking the whole shell off. You got the, the, the surfboard in the back and you're cruising yeah. down the PCH to Vin Diesel's latest hit. And the fact that it came out days after the official start of Autumn is just like a very specific cherry on top of the yeah. whole experience. Well, maybe he was just trying to fine-tune it and get it right. Yeah. So yeah... Um, it's weird. Uh, and in a year that's been awful for everyone except for wealthy celebrities who get to just enjoy a nice break with their families at their big old estates yeah. during this whole thing, it's it's it, just everything about it. So we, we do wish that we could feel like you do, Vin, because yeah. it's probably pretty great. Yeah, thanks for taking us along just, with the ride. I wish I had, I wish I felt the way you do in terms of self-confidence because I would personally... I would probably not have released this track. <laughs> <laughs> Nor would I. I mean, you got to give it to him. Like, yeah. I, I wish have, I was I would have so much self-doubt about whether this was worth actually sharing with the world. But you, Vin Diesel does not. He, no. has, he has no such doubt about himself. Yeah, what, but what might actually be the funniest, most ridiculous part about this song's existence is how it made its debut on a daytime sh talk show hosted by Kelly Clarkson in front of a room filled with vertically oriented flat screen TVs that displayed audience members one by one that were all on a video call dancing to the song as it played for them for the first time. There's a guy like in the middle in the back who's like sort of a boomer looking fella and he's just sort of going like, it's it's incredible. Like you, you really got to rewatch it just to like focus on each audience member yeah. as they awkwardly, like there's no cool way to dance on a Zoom call there's I, no way to do it. And I always wonder how these people get picked, too, because, like, uh, with the NBA, you have to, like, drink Michelob Ultralight. And then you'll get, like, an invite to be one of the camera, like, in the in the audience. Yeah. Like, this one, I'm just assuming that, like, that guy was, like, listening to drive time radio home from work or something like that. And it's like, oh, there's a contest going on. I'm going to hit up the W whatever. And uh, they're like, guess what? You've won. Mm -hmm. You get to be on the in the audience. Or it's like, it's like, it probably isn't that much different than actually going to a studio audience, which... If you're ever in LA, it might sound like a good time, and you know sometimes it if is. If you're visiting for the first time, it's fun. It is like a it is a straight up twelve hour commitment where you have to first register, but that doesn't guarantee you anything. Then you show up at like eight a.m. to like the fucking Warner lot, and then they corral you into this area where you spend like four to five hours just sitting there, mm -hmm. and then eventually you might get to get corralled into the studio. First, itself. they pick the people that they like what they look. Yeah, they, they like the look of them. And then they put those people up front, and then they need to fill seats. It's, but like, it's yeah. all color coordinated, and it's like, an extremely long process yeah. to sit in an audience for like forty-five minutes. And yeah, like, and yeah, see how the weird. sausage is made, yeah. which is always way less fun than you think it is. Yeah, 
I mean, there's there's a reason that they have like warm up comics for every daytime shows because like by the time the people get seated, they're so fucking exhausted and like disillusioned by this whole process. Yeah. Like, all right, everybody, wake the fuck up. Here's some jokes. Well, not anymore because they do it from the comfort of their own home. Yeah, so it's probably something like that where you have to like fucking Log sit in a Zoom, Zoom waiting room for like three yeah. hours. But I don't know. Listen, the end result is you get to have your reaction to the new Vin Diesel track yeah. broadcast. Your giant melon there. You're taking up way more screen real estate than Mm -hmm. you would if you were actually in the room. Well, yeah, I mean, just look at them. They look thrilled. Uh, In the lead-up to the big debut, Vin, he shared his excitement with the world regarding the release of this certified hit by acting like he had just finished recording it. at the mic. (laughs) He He has just taken his headphones off and draped them over the microphone arm. Whoo! Long day in the studio. Oh, I didn't see you there, American Idol winner Kelly Clarkson. Well, now that I, you know, just ha- I just so happen to have just finished this track. Like, he is what people think that a... He's like Johnny Cage. He is like Johnny Cage yeah. in that he loves being an actor. Yeah. He loves the idea of being an actor, and he loves the idea of being Hollywood. Yeah. And everything has to be a meticulously planned event mm-hmm. to where, like, this is like... Yeah, I could, I could film it at home. Yeah, I could just, just sit in front of my fucking MacBook. Yeah, like anyone else. <laughs> no. But no, we're going to the studio, and you need, it needs to look exactly the same as when I left it when well, I recorded I, this. I bet his studio is at home, because, like, Vin Diesel, if, if you're not aware, Vin Diesel has a notorious long past of being really into singing, despite being a terrible singer. For years, he's been posting videos of him uh, doing, like, karaoke covers of various songs that are, like, and he's like not even choosing songs that are within his like vocal range because he's like basically no, he's a, confident. Yeah, he's basically like a bass or a baritone. He's mm-hmm. singing songs sung by women and like trying to go falsetto and failing miserably. And he still proudly uploads that shit to his Facebook. Yeah, he has like it's either no self awareness or overflowing self confidence. Yeah, it's both. And like I said, like before, I wish I felt like he do. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds great. I, like, I can't hate that much. Like, th- good for him. I, there's some episodes that I hold my breath before hitting the upload button. I'm like, yeah. wow, we, we sort of ramble like this one. Yeah. But uh, Vin Diesel, he puts up anything. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, in the video recording, he says, I am blessed that on a year that I would normally be on a movie set, and as you know, that's not possible, I've had another creative outlet, another way to show you or share with you my heart. And then it's like, bam, here's the worst song you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Or well, you know, it's not good. It's not good. Maybe, I mean, like, I'm not going to say it's fucking terrible. It's just like, it's, it's, a, it's manufactured it pop. It is shockingly generic. Yes. Like, it's, it's a killer track song produced by one of the world's biggest movie stars. Yes. Uh, and yeah, and then the whole scene on the set of the Kelly Clarkson show, it plays out like a uh, Tim and Eric skit or something that one of the soups from the boys would do because they're total fucking weirdos. Yeah, uh, if, if if Vin Diesel was a real-life superhero and he was bored because they couldn't go do superhero things during a pandemic, yeah. this is exactly what they Finally would do. a chance to pursue my music career that I've been putting off for so but long. I got to give credit to people on the internet because this is all their fault. Because people were commenting on those videos he uploaded and to his Instagram yeah. page, goading him on. Thank you, Vin. Love this. Yeah. Show us more. And he's like, you know what? The fans, they really love it. Yeah. And like I said about him being Johnny Cage, he loves nothing more than what his fans think. There's a, another classic Vin Diesel clip. Uh, is uh, It's not a singing one. It's a dancing one. And he actually, like before he was an actor, he was a, a very talented uh he he was a break dancer and he was pretty good at it mm-hmm. um, and he still apparently has it but there's a video where it's just dead silent 
Vin Diesel at his laptop. You see him like press the space bar for the play button. It plays some Beyonce song, and then he like walks back. the The framing's bad. It's like cuts yeah, off yeah. the top of his head, and he dances for the entire song. It's weird. Yeah, I mean this. And he's like, you know what? Got it. Upload that shit to Facebook. This is all. It goes back to just being like, I want to live without a care in the world, like yeah. this man. I mean, that's how successful people succeed. When they, I, don't, they don't doubt themselves. They just go for it. If you think that he doesn't dress like he does in real life, like he does in the movies and stuff, he when I interviewed him, he was wearing baggy pants that were shredded, like, straight out of the year yeah. 1998. Yeah. No, it's still 1998 in Vin Diesel's world. Vin Diesel is living in a pre-9-11 fantasy land. He is. <laughs> and God bless him. I know. I wish I was like him. Anyways, uh, yeah, this hilarious curveball in an otherwise terrible week has been such a gift. So, yes, we are thankful to you, Mr. Diesel. And, and let us be the first to say again, we would love to feel like you do. Yeah. Thanks for bringing this into our lives. Yeah, I mean, God bless. Yeah. God bless us all. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, speaking of the boys, mm -hmm. uh, season two is pretty damn incredible so far. And despite it not all releasing at once, like a lot of us are accustomed to, thanks to Netflix, the weekly releases are actually uh, kind of nice, you know. Yeah, at least it gives you something to look forward to every week during <laughs> an otherwise terrible year. And uh, starting next week, we'll be able to add Fargo and South Park to that list as well. Things are happening. We got, it's the NBA Finals, NFL's back. Uh, no one's, uh, I don't think anyone's got coronavirus yet in the NFL, which is astonishing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's, uh, things are looking up and we got, and we got TV now. Yeah. Coming back in full force. But if you're like us and you already can't get enough of the boys, well, don't worry, because there's more where that came from. Uh, Amazon's fast-tracking a spinoff series as we speak. Yep. From an article on Deadline, the project, written by the boys' executive producer Craig Rosenberg, has been in the works for a while, and it's being fast-tracked in light of the success of the original series' second season, which marked the most-watched global launch of an Amazon original series ever. Set at America's only college exclusively for young adult superheroes and run by Vought International, the untitled boy spinoff is described as an irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives of hormonal, competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the best contracts in the best cities. Part college show, part Hunger Games with all the heart, satire, and raunch of the boys. Which... Sounds like an anime that I would watch. Yeah. It... It sounds like it's they're just going to take the craziest parts of what the boys has already going for it without like the uh, unnerving dread that is constantly looming overhead because they're just at college trying to become like the best. I mean, there's going to be that, but it yeah. sounds like a more... Uh, yeah, I'm into, yeah, I'm into this idea. Yeah, it sounds great. Interesting. Um, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll watch anything that exists in this universe now. They haven't screwed it up yet, and yeah. it doesn't seem like they're going to. Everything so far has been very consistently good. It's a great show. Like, it is... It is so unsubtle and so ham-fisted and so over-the-top mm -hmm. in a way that I normally would, like, be put off by. But the show knows exactly how serious to take it. It is very self-aware. Like, it's got some, like, pretty dark, like, he like, heavy concepts going. But it's also a ridiculous show. And it knows it. Yeah, every time it gets extremely dark or trying to send too much of a message, something ridiculous happens yeah. that changes the mood entirely. Someone's head explodes. There's a lot of heads that explode in this show. The gore in this is next level. Other than, like, I've never seen a TV show that goes this, this far yeah. with the gore. Yeah. Uh, not to give away any spoilers, because some people are lazy with watching digital content, but you should watch it. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, before we get to the rest of the news, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, ExpressVPN, which... Uh, we both used while listening to that Vin Diesel song, so they wouldn't find out where we live and come 
personally thank us. Seems like something he would do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Ben, thanks for the six support. feet. Six feet. Ben. Yeah. I know most of you are probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when we're at home just watching a new Vin Diesel video, we never <laughs> go online without using ExpressVPN. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you get your internet from Verizon, Comcast, Spectrum, or the other, I don't know, two options. The U.S. Purple know, stuff. It's, it's weird. Uh, ISPs in the U.S., they can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, we don't even realize that we have it on. In fact, I've looked up days later to realize that it's still on and nothing has changed. They think I, I'm in Italy. <laughs> I've been playing PvP games with little to no lag. It's yeah. actually great. It runs seamlessly in the background, and it's very easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, boom, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV, so there's no excuse for you not to be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash newsdump, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash newsdump. Expressvpn.com slash newsdump to learn more. All right, now back into the news with a reminder that, yeah, Tom Cruise is 100% actually going to outer space because, of course he is. The final frontier. And while movies like Fast and Furious have an ultimate conclusion that brings them into space as a plot point, Tom Cruise is actually seriously going to space to film something, mm -hmm. which is, of course, insane. But now we know a little bit more about how this is all going to go down. Back in May, which seems like two years ago at this point, NASA confirmed their involvement in the project, saying that they were, quote, excited to work with Tom Cruise on a film aboard the space station. We need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitious plans a reality. And it's true that our parents, parents, whatever generation, they got to see people land on the moon. Yeah. They got to see people ro rocket off for the first time ever. We got to see two space shuttles explode. Confidence not very high. We need to see Tom Cruise in space. Yeah. Yeah. We need a winner. We do need a winner. And uh, it, it can't be a car. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Elon. Anyway, a few days ago, the details about this plan were posted online, which stated that Commander Michael Lopez Alegria will be in charge of the Axiom SpaceX tourist mission, and that Tom Cruise will be joined by director Doug Lyman and one other unnamed passenger, and that it's all supposed to take place almost exactly one year from now in October of 2021. Cool that Doug Lyman's going. He's got to be thrilled. Yeah, I mean, doesn't want to have to direct this remotely. Mr. Gotta, Cruise. Got to be in the room. I need to be there. I'm just curious how they're going to do it, because, like, there's not a lot of room up there. Like, taking an actual cinema camera, they're just going to be bumping into things. They're going to get sucked out. They're going to hit some random switch. Yeah. There they go. Anyways, according to NME, Lyman's in the process of writing the film's script, and the budget is estimated to be around $200 million, yeah. which seems like a bargain, considering they're going to actual space. Yeah, $200 like, million? I mean, that's like what a launch costs, isn't it? I don't know. It's, this is all marketing for the space program, because... It's Tom Cruise. Every single person on Earth is going to be watching these. Yeah. It's like launching Michael Jackson into space in the 80s. This is how we saved NASA, through brand integrations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, really, it seems like they're they're really going to write this entire movie around the opportunity, because why the fuck not? They get to go to space. It's yeah. like how, how <laughs> Nick and Phil, when they were making their sketches for Machinima, 
most of the time, it was just because they had access to a certain like prop or location or costume. They would just write the sketch around it. Yeah. Because it was cheaper than writing from scratch. There you go. Yeah. So it looks like they're doing that, but with Tom Cruise. Get on to the work, space Doug. Station. Yeah. <laughs> figure out how to way, figure out a way to make this make sense. Yeah. So whether or not the movie will be worth all this effort is anyone's guess, but it will definitely be a historic production nonetheless. Yeah. Once you've seen it live, happening live, like the launch mm -hmm. and all of that. Who's going to go see this movie afterwards? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to end up being... It's Jack Reacher 2 in space. Yeah. And like the or, whole... Uh, it's going to be like five minutes of a 90-minute of a movie. Yeah. Well, how was space? It was crazy. Anyways, let's get to work. Turns out it's really hard to film a movie up there. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Moving on now, though. Here's your weekly reminder that no movies are coming out anytime soon. No. Uh, Tenet was a science experiment that apparently failed miserably for the people behind the scenes. And just a week after all the bad press about the country and the world's unwillingness to sit inside movie theaters at a scale that's sustainable enough for the studios behind these films, more films have been delayed. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, seriously, just rip the Band-Aid off already. The fact that there are any movies still on the 2020 schedule is laughable and depressing. They're getting delayed anyway. Just, just wipe do it. it clean. It's better for you to do it now and get a good slot for next year or yeah. further out than to be the last one. Who's... No, Wonder Woman just went out to get cigarettes. Wonder Woman will be back. She's not coming back. Yeah. Well, the good thing about this is that so many movies are getting delayed and so many are supposed to still come out that, like, there's going to be. Once this pandemic's over, oh, it's gonna you're going to have so many movies to a watch. movie bonanza. <laughs> Every weekend's going to be yeah. a huge blockbuster. Anyways, the latest confirmations regarding 2020 movie delays are specifically coming from Disney and their subsidiaries. Uh, Disney has postponed the release of fall blockbusters such as Marvel's Black Widow, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, and Kenneth Branagh's Death on the Nile by several months. Other Marvel releases such as Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings and Eternals will all debut deeper into 2021. Now, what's odd here is that, for whatever reason, Disney decided not to move the Pixar film Soul, which is still slated for release in November. Hmm. But uh, we're going to go ahead and assume that Soul will almost certainly go straight to Disney Plus Premium or whatever it's called, releasing on time, but for a higher price directly to their streaming platform, because anything else would be very dumb, I feel like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as as of now, there are. this is the first time in a decade or more that there has not been a Marvel movie released. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, I forget whose tweet it was, but someone was like, Martin Scorsese strikes again. Yeah, I retweeted one. It was just a bunch of pictures of Martin Scorsese laughing and smiling. Yeah, he got his wish. Can't stop old Marty. Mm -mm. Anyways, also coming to Disney+. Plus. You thought it was over, but you were wrong, bitch. Disney's definitely going to keep milking that MCU money cow because Nick Fury is back. And yes, Samuel L. Jackson will be reprising the role. Mm -hmm. Now, to be fair, this it could be anything. There's really no details regarding the project. It's just this casting announcement. So your guess is as good as ours. Is it going to show up in one of the shows that's already been announced? Loki, WandaVision? Uh, uh, are they going to bring back new seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is Nick Fury getting his own show? No idea. But that's another thing for the Marvel pile. Yeah. Throw it on the pile. Mm -hmm. Everything's coming to streaming now. We're all just going to be at home forever. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, also, uh, to, to talk about it, the, the YouTubers ascending into traditional media, always good to see this have, uh, happen. Uh, as you're all aware, uh, various shows, The Simpsons is replacing Carl, uh, and Family Guy is replacing Cleveland Brown, and uh, Cleveland Brown has been replaced by a YouTuber, a 
previous Call of Duty YouTuber who was just doing the an impression of the Cleveland Brown voice on like Call of Duty videos mm. and random videos. Uh, his name is Arif Zahir, aka Azers. Uh, I'm sure that you gamers out there are probably uh, well aware, but he has transcended from the humble ranks of YouTuber stardom to now being a, a main cast member on Family Guy, which is insane. Damn, good for him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's it's incredible. It's great to see. So uh, shout out to Azers for that. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we're we're going to be shooting you over to some videos over here. We have a brand new tech news day that we're we're testing out. See if it can. Uh, uh, handle being the yellow dollar sign or not. Yeah, it did get demonetized immediately. I did a test. I logged out and it let me watch it. So I, maybe YouTube hasn't flicked the switch yet. Oh, also, uh, real quick, we told you to smash the bell, but apparently there's a glitch on YouTube that uh, you if if you smash the bell and it's, it gives you some crap about, like, you can't smash the bell on kids' content, what you need to do is unsubscribe and then resubscribe and then click the bell. Wait, it, it says we're kids' content? For some people. And it's because... Choose your... Make up your mind. It's basically like YouTube at some point, maybe even for like a week, thought we were a kids' channel. And if you subscribed during that period, it like you, you the glitch is still in it place. It was probably like the first week we so started. You, yeah, so you have to unsubscribe and then resubscribe to get notifications if you oh have that, that glitch. Uh, this is an update. What a great website. Uh, it's, everything works fine here. But yeah. also, uh, as far as uh, experiments go... Uh, an, an unintended experiment, but uh, one of our videos was featured in a MatPat video. Oh, yeah. Uh, food theory. Yeah. And uh, it's Elliot explaining about the Burger King Twitch controversy. Yeah. Uh, Elliot is the angel to Keemstar's devil in the video, yeah. which is hilarious in its own right. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a huge video. It had like 500,000 views within a couple hours. And, well, he didn't tag our video in it. No. Uh, I did reach out. I reached out on Twitter. I was just like, hey. I was very sincere. I was like, hey, Mr. MatPat. It would be great if you could link the video in the description. We really appreciate they used it. It would be great if you could link the video in the description because it is extremely hard to yeah. get subscribers on YouTube, and it would really help us out. And then I left a comment on the video like, hey, thanks for using our video. Uh, and I'm like, man, if this video gets a million views, I wonder how many subscribers we can get. I think so far we've gotten like 80. So wow, it's hard out here in the Wild West, baby. Yeah. Jesus. But I do appreciate the fact that he used the video because, yeah. you know, it helps yeah. a little bit. Nothing else. And if you're coming from the MatPat video, welcome. We hope you stick around. We have a show called Weekly Weird News coming up uh, very soon. And, well, it's sure to gross you out because I've seen some of the headlines this week. And, boy, they're unsettling. Anyways, as I was saying, new episodes over here. Check both of those out. And we'll see you very soon for Weekly Weird News. Bye.